Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 24 of the Oak Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Josh Unruh. And I'm Nikki Robinson. As this is the final podcast of November, we thought we would do our monthly news roundup of all the things that happened in November. And I just thought I'd start because I think it was one of the biggest news stories, which was Paris, the the attacks in Paris, which actually affected one of our television shows, Supergirl. Uh, CBS decided not to show Supergirl and switched it out for the Thanksgiving episode. Josh, have you seen the Thanksgiving? Did you see that? Absolutely. Did that throw you off? Um, Only a little bit. Uh, The... Okay, spoiler warning now, so skip forward a couple minutes. Um, At the end of the... uh, Of Fighter... Flight? Right. Yeah, at the end of Fight or Flight, Lucy Lane shows up. Mm-hmm. Lucy Lane, one of the top five worst human beings in the DC universe, and yes, I'm counting supervillains. She's pretty horrible. Um, and so I was like, uh, oh, good idea, you guys. You probably should skip the bomber episode. That makes a lot of sense. But what about Lucy? And so, I mean, I think we can, with what happened in the Thanksgiving episode, I was able to just kind of take it as read that apparently... There was there's a moment we're going to come back to with uh with with Jimmy and Lucy that I really really yeah, wanted to see. Of, I was like, if you could just show together. me the, the the just give me the Jimmy and Lucy bits for right. like a three minute YouTube video, and then I can go right on to the. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's really the only thing that threw me off. I don't and seeing Thanksgiving things a week early. And you think it was a good idea for them to go ahead and skip the the episode maybe because of Paris? It's really hard. It's really hard to say. It's so subjective, right? And um. My my feeling is that it's less about the fact that it was about bombers and more about the fact that it's like a magical person coming out of the sky to stop bombers. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like that feels like it would be more insensitive than doing a show about bombers. We blow stuff up in TV shows constantly. Yeah, and I was thinking when I when the Paris attacks were happening, as I was getting news from it, that this seems like something from a movie, from a television show. I mean, yeah. terrorists attacking mm-hmm. Paris and taking hostages and all over the city. I mean, that, it just... Like somebody is probably right. I was surprised, you know, Spectre and other things like that would come out because, right. you know, there's a lot of times they'll, they'll pull things. I remember Spider-Man got pulled because of 9-11 mm-hmm. and uh, they, they had a scene where he was supposed to do a web in between the mm-hmm. Twin Towers. And well, of course, they had to cut that scene out. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sometimes it will and those kinds of events will actually affect pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was it was probably the right call. I mean, you know, I, I'll return it will be dead news by then but i will return in my own mind and probably on the show that spends hours talking about supergirl as to whether you know it was a really necessary decision but you know in the moment probably the right call and did they skip that episode altogether or are they going to air it at a they later will day? what they said was they'll air it at a later date but they didn't there wasn't really a win Okay. And they might have so, to re-edit it because of the Lucy Lane thing. Yeah, I was because say she was she. They to... introduce her, and then all of a sudden they're going off for Thanksgiving uh-huh. weekend, right? Lucy which and works, and which works and fine. James and yes, James. I mean, they have a past, so oh yes, you know, it, yeah. There's there's a, there's an episode was that was implied. missing that, that right. had something so to do with Lucy. Maybe we should just roll forward with. They, they I, I can't imagine that they'll can it and never show it, but it's going to be out of order and weird. Put it on you the know, DVD. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. By the way, and uh, we look forward to hearing what you guys talk about with Girl Splained on this this thing as well. I yeah, that Thanksgiving episode is loaded with parental difficulty. Yes. <laughs> it's almost more well, and one, fraught and, and with was, parental difficulty than super villainy. Did we miss somewhere? All of a sudden, uh, Helen Slater says your father didn't die from something like this, and I'm like, oh, wait, Dean Cain's not dead, or Dean Cain's dead. I did. Did I miss that? Nope. Uh, yeah. Unless they dropped it in the episode they skipped. That's it's what I'm not, thinking. They that must has have. not been text yet. She says that, and I'm like, oh, he's not alive anymore. Right. I was kind of assuming that, honestly, when he wasn't coming for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought maybe he had something else going on. Or, you know, you know, there was some, or just mom wanted to be. But I'm also, <laughs> I'm also doing a ridiculous amount of assuming things that aren't text on that show. Like the fact, uh, I just assume mom and pa Kent are dead. Because he didn't drop her off in Kansas. Right. I mean, there's all why so, he, why wouldn't so he go all to kinds of things that right. I'm assuming may or may not 
be things that other humans are assuming. So. Well, and I, I, by the way, if you haven't heard, listened to Girl Splained, it's fantastic. I love the whole talk about the millennial Supergirl that you guys had. Mm. Yeah, that's, yes. And I just want to rant real quick because I was sitting there ranting with you guys. I am sick of people saying, going off on millennials. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of, especially the Gen Xers going off on millennials because Gen Xers don't remember that the baby boomers used to do the same thing to us. Yes. Exact, they're lazy, they're not going to do anything. The and the worst thing, thing is the baby boomers, they had the, greatest generation going off on them for the exact same thing yeah so yeah no it's all these days all just don't let the older people bum you out they are stupid and they shouldn't be talking anyway so they walked hill both ways in the snow to school too that's right and i will never be that gen xer that puts down millennials i think you guys are the coolest generation keep it up you're doing great stuff what else we got Anyone? Um, Jessica Jones. Oh, yes. Did you Dropped. watch any of it? Yes. Okay, who who in the studio has watched? Okay, I've not you watch watched it because it was last year. yesterday it and I haven't okay. had a chance. Okay, I only got two episodes yesterday. I only got two episodes too, but what okay. I've seen, I like. Yeah, I'm pretty, I like. I'm, I, yeah. I'm the cost, internet I'm is quite a buzz with it. And Devin, you you don't know. Do you, have you ever read any Jessica Jones? I haven't read any, so, but, okay. I, but I did enough, ho- I did I did a lot of homework okay, before good. the show, just, just so I'd know you know, kind of what was canon, what wasn't. Hilariously, this is one you could have absolutely skipped 100% True, of the homework. And, and, That's what I'm and hoping you had for, told me that, I but I just kind of wanted, a, a, and I say that I did homework. I just wanted a pricey of kind of what her story is. And She marries um, Luke Cage. That's the only thing I know. It, I it is right. where she has wound up compared to where she started in 2001 is just bizarre and has, no, th- this show is the 2001 alias series. Like, okay. yeah. that's what it's doing. And she is one million light years from that from that person now. It's it's pretty wild. How is the Ritter? Uh, what is Ritter? Uh, her, Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. How is she as she, Jessica Jones? I think she's great. She's really good. She's really she's good. She's really good. She's really dry. She's very. She's obviously very capable, but obviously very damaged. Um, you know, which is in line with the character, from what I understand. Pure um, noir. I mean, that's yeah. She's the only. She's noir. I have trouble thinking of another more purely noir female mm-hmm. let's go with protagonist hero seems a bit strong right she's kind of <laughs> she's got that anti-hero you know mm-hmm. vibe to her yeah, which, good. which is nice in line with noir and i've heard it called feminist noir which i think is so seeing that i haven't i know absolutely nothing about jessica jones what is the premise where are we went for episode one minute Ooh. 10 minutes in she's a she's a <laughs> Deeply damaged by some previous tragedy, which we will not go into because mm-hmm. if you don't know, it's baked. Yeah. It's baked hard into the fir- this first season. Okay. So, yeah. uh, who is working as a uh, private investigator mm-hmm. in Hell's Kitchen? Okay, so so it is tied in with Daredevil and it, geographically, geographically at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, universe, is it universe wise. Yes, it's yeah, well, still tied every, in. All of this is still. Yeah, MCU. it's all still. It's all still MCU. And okay. eventually there will be a Defenders. That was the whole point. Was they're going to bring in Luke Cage that's, and Iron Fist? That's and the theory. The that's eventual, the eventual, the ground level version of the Avengers. It's the Defenders, and they're going to actually pull them all oh, together. I love in a, that in a, idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, I really enjoyed Daredevil. I did not expect to care. I really did not like the Alias series in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really did not expect to come the into this. Alias, series. A- Alias is the mm-hmm. the Jessica Jones where she debuted. It was the very first that was Marvel Jessica Max. Jones? Yeah, not not Jennifer Garner's not Alias. The, oh, yeah. oh, I was oh, confused. Okay. Coincidentally, yeah. they uh, the that. show debuted the same month as the comic book came out, but they have nothing to do with one another. We. The tiny, whatever. Well, actually, it wasn't a tiny sliver the, then the, the for the alias, first season alias of Alias. Alias in comic books, not Alias in, yeah. in television show. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, good. That's, that's so Alias was Jessica Jones' first series, 2001. First in the Max imprint, which was Marvel deciding that they needed an even more adult series of superhero comics. Could you guys hear my eye roll? I hope you can. <laughs> yeah. I, um, so, yeah, uh, that that was where she came out of. And... Uh, Brian Michael Bendis wrote it, and Gatos, Mark Gatos, I think his name is, was the artist. The art's real, you know, very, very scratchy, very shadow intense. I mean, you know, it's it's exactly what you would expect, um, and I didn't really love it uh, because there are there are some fairly triggery things going on with Jessica Jones. So beware. I mean, this yeah. thing could fill a book with content and trigger warnings. Mm-hmm. I am not a person who typically has to worry about those kinds of things. And there was a moment in the second episode where I was like, well, I'm going to go throw up now. Ooh. I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. 
Um, wow. And it was quick. Like yeah. it was, they breezed past it, but it just happened to be, you know, one of, one of mine. And I went, oh, hey, <laughs> apparently yeah. there's something to trigger everybody. But uh, but anyway, yeah, David Tennant is the is Kilgrave the bad guy, and he's purple, purple he's man. pretty delightfully horrible. Yeah, yeah, they're never going to call him the Purple Man, but that's okay. I'm oh, actually I'm waiting for a crazy person to call him like Hope or something like that. Right? To call him the yeah, purple man, and um and yeah, it deals with some very heavy themes, which is is something that drew me initially. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to watching that over the holidays. That'll be feel fun. that the guy who wrote Alias Brian Michael Bendis is the right guy to be handling delicate. Uh, female-driven themes, which was part of the reason that I didn't That's really smart. care for it. Yeah, he's an, he's a, he's hit and miss sometimes. I, I, there's some stuff. That yes, Bendis let's likes. go with that. Yeah. Well, very, there's stuff that Bendis also does very talky. That's very good. Yes. Mm. Oh yeah, there were those like there's magic of, conversations while you're battling word balloons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So two episodes for you, two episodes two for me. Episodes, yeah. Real, that's about as far as I got. It's really, I'm really invested. I'm really mm-hmm. interested. I'm kind of freaked out. David Tennant is pretty terrifying. Yeah, well, and he was awesome. in Harry Potter. I mean, when he was playing a Mad Eye Moody, he pretended to be Mad Eye Moody. Crouch, Crouch, Barty Crouch, Barty Crouch, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he like when he finally turns into and he was like crazy evil. You were like, oh my god, that's not. Yeah, that's not I'm my forgetting. Doctor. That was I right, still, that was I right still have Doctor my Harry. issues of him being doctored. I mean, getting because, over because him being ten. Yeah, but I I will I'm willing to work with it. He, he um, can look pretty he's crazy. <laughs> he's, let's let's move on. You've got a whole bunch of videos. I have so much. So let's, let's run over <laughs> something. November was amazing for us gamers. Um, we had a trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda come out on in seven day. We had Fallout Four, Battlefront, Black Ops. Fallout Four looks like fun. Black Ops Three, excuse me, and. Um, my the cell phone that I plan to save up a million dollars for is came out on the twentieth, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so pretty. Uh, which is the Z5 Premium Sony cell phone. It's not coming to the United States, which really disappoints me. So I have to buy it international. See, Japanese get all the cool stuff. I know. Yeah, they do. I'm so in vending machines. That's what, well, that's what I said. <laughs> I was uh, say yeah, well, in, that's what I said about the the, for, the Force Awakens trailer, and they they put out the Japanese version. I'm like, that's so okay, much why better. Don't, what, what why, yeah. why would you because you're be, sold already I know. they have to sell asia asia's <laughs> like star what yeah i know but still japan, japan gets all the cool what stuff. Wars? outlaw star over here star what what wars what what so the stars are warsing there's a war between Seems the, there's a wars between stars yeah. um so let's uh let's go with the major one everyone's heard about it talking about it fallout 4 mm-hmm. um this i have found everywhere people seem to love it um i've heard some complaints that they kind of have pushed the modding a bit for the windows users that the ps4 and xbox one users can't use too much but um modding's a big thing also the most important thing that i've heard to come out of fallout 4 is there is a butler robot that knows over a thousand names. So if you put your name in there, it'll say, hello, Master Devin. Or something like that. I better that. have oh, my name. Because the keychains key at the truck stops never have my name. I know, right? And they never have my name re- spelt right. Right. By hey, my, my poor son, Aiden. He, he will, <laughs> oh, he's it, screwed. It, 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 never, I mean, he'll always, he'll never always have anything with Aiden, his name on it. But he'll never spell that correctly. No. Yeah. Not, no. Not A-I-D-Y-N. And so that's, no. that's the biggest news to come out of Fallout 4 is that Butler Robot. Is it really? Can we talk about the other about biggest news that you and I were super entertained by? Which one was that? The okay, the massive drop in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I and I, what I find funny about this is is the Fallout Four gamers will own up to this. And yep, yep that, that's us. Yep. I mean, well, how could they not? Okay, so the the headline is. <laughs> Just basically exactly the amount of time after it would take, you know, launch, and then you have to download and install, and almost by the second, the traffic starts to drop off on mm-hmm. Pornhub, <laughs> and they by ten percent a ten percent drop 10%. over the course of what was it was something it was, it was some like, weird was number like forty hours, thirty eight hours, something yeah, something weird. enough to get a good taste of the game, and then you know. Yeah. Certain things. You get bored with it. Want to go back to? You know, you you, 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 got, you get bored with a game, and you have to go back back to porn. Or take sure. a break. Go back to. It. <laughs> I need it's a break. really it's really just trading out joysticks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> oh snap! All right, but yeah, yes, significant right <laughs> internet news. Yeah, Very no, exciting. that was just, yes, fa- oh, just fascinating. Without, yeah. That was that was really awesome. And what I find 
is people are so passionate about this game. Yes. And everyone is talking about it. Like at work, they're like, have you played Fallout 4 yet? Have you played Fallout 4 yet? Did you get the collector's edition? I tell you what, they went over the top with their collector's edition this <clears> year. <throat> you get an actual Pip-Boy that you get in the game, and it has the little Pip-Boy in character and stuff, and their collector's edition, like... That sounds awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. My friend that has sounds already like taken it apart. That an actual collector <laughs> edition, <laughs> right? It's like, been a while since Fallout 3 came out? It's been a bit. Well, there was Fallout... I'm not exactly... 3.7. There was New Vegas, I think, was the last oh, one that okay. came out. Yeah, that's and that's been a minute. It's, it's, yeah, it's been a while. I, okay, I'm vaguely aware of these because whenever, whenever, what sandbox game should I play comes up, <laughs> which I never, I never actually do. But every now and then, I think I should. And Fallout, some portion of the Fallout series is always the, well, it's always. So you've played Skyrim? Yes, I've played Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Okay, then Fallout. I mean, it's like yeah. that's yeah. the, yeah, and the progression. that. And it's pretty open world. I'm not super great with open world games because I want to do everything and then I get lost and then I'm like, what was I doing again? Yeah. So, so I, I need very I need, linear. I need RPG that actually tells me where to go. Yeah. And yeah. Flashing light on the map. And then like, I, okay, I gotta go there. And <laughs> if it's one of those games where you can pick up everything, I will have everything. Like, oh, I, this is there. Look at this bowl. Look, I can pick it up. Oh, look at this. <laughs> I think it was 70 hours or something ridiculous for me into Skyrim before I was like, I'm not picking any more flowers, you guys. <laughs> Why am I, I even this. doing this? I'm picking up so many flowers that they have actual weight. This is dumb. So, so what was the thing with the elevator that I heard about on the Twitter sphere? Ele- there was an elevator in Fallout 4 that you could get stuck in. Oh, there. Uh, one thing about Bethesda. And they fixed it, but initially there was some elevator you got trapped in for the entirety of the game. One of the things you know going into Fallout, especially if it's a new release or any Bethesda game, it's going to be glitched. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really bad. Well, technically, it is the end of the world, so actually getting stuck into an elevator, <laughs> elevator is perfect sense. Like, there, there, is, there have been glitches where you get stuck in the elevator, where, like, suddenly you don't have a head, and your whole complete head When there's been a nuclear and... war, you shouldn't be using an elevator anyway, Amen. folks. Yeah, that's just my Safety PSA right there. Right it says there. it probably on, if, there, if the signs aren't all scorched <laughs> off, it says it on the signs anyway. Please in case of emergency, stairs. please take uh-huh. the stairs. Um, I mean, but everybody loves Bethesda, but, I mean, they are known to be glitchy, and they'll continually... Patch it, patch sure. it, patch it. And it, it's like, it's like, is this really a game or is this a beta? I don't know. Now that it's, sure. it's all downloaded, is that does that make it easier for them to be able to patch things? Oh yeah, definitely. It being on a hard definitely. drive, or a hard a, disk. Yeah, they had it fixed pretty quickly, quick. Yeah, but it, there was enough time for for people, people to get screenshots wonder, and snark like, on Twitter. Uh, turn to page twenty. We kind of noted that one. Right. Uh, we need to finish that <laughs> we one. Finish. We forgot to put they, the tell they got that in the program. Elevator. Well, we put the dot dot dot. We should probably fill that. Right. All right, moving on. Um, I'm gonna mark out ba- Fallout Four on my list. Check. Uh, check. Battlefront. Battlefront came out. I've heard some good things. I've heard some bad things. That's um, the Star Wars, right? Yes. yes. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I heard the story's very good. I've heard the g- gaming mechanics aren't that great. So um, the videos are nice. Like yeah. that's what I've seen is yeah. gameplay videos, which are not always representative of of actual game mechanics. Game, but it looks. Yeah, really no, good. no. Like, it's definitely probably, I will probably eventually pick it up, but um, there's Fallout 4 to play. <laughs> you know? that's Sorry, fun. Star you can Wars. Buy, you can buy that on PC, right? Because I don't have a gaming system, but you can, I believe you can play it on, on Battlefront. I'm not entirely certain of it. I, don't I, know I am not down. sure about so that. That's one. the only way I could play it because I don't have an X. I haven't talked to my wife into buying an Xbox One yet. Well, there's um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of good deals. By the way, if anyone's looking for a game Christmas system, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Black Friday is coming, and a lot of those you can get on like Newegg are really good deals too. So, um, I really don't have a whole lot on Battlefront because I haven't got to actually play it yet. Yeah, you have to let me know because apparently you have to play it to understand something that's going yeah, on. Yeah, uh, I heard that too, that you'll get little Easter eggs from the store and you'll go, oh. So I've read all the books, so I've got those Easter movie. eggs, but I can't play the... Yeah. Quick oh. Googling says there is a PC option. Oh, Sweet. see, maybe. Mm. Josh with the, maybe the Google fingers. That. Maybe I'll have to ask for that for Christmas. Yeah. Nice. Um, now, one that people will be surprised that I'm actually really enjoying is Black Ops 3. Um, One of the things that I always preach about all the Call of Duty games is the campaign modes are amazing. The stories are so good in Call of Duty Black Ops. It's something like everyone plays 
PvP on Black Ops. Yeah. But the stories on those are so good, and I will forever love Ghost. He's always in my heart. But um, dude, I watch my heart. I watch my brother play those. Aren't they amazing? Yeah, like, they're, ter- they're they're like a movie. Oh, that's yes. how I felt about Halo. Yeah, when everyone have... always said the, did the four screen Halo PvP mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm like, um, you're missing the best part. Yeah, totally entertaining to watch. Yeah. I actually had somebody borderline yell at me because I had only ever played PvP Halo. <laughs> There's a whole story in that thing. And I was like, I, you don't even that's know. nice. Oh, it's so that good. The story. Yeah. I'm it's, sure. Not, I'm the story guy. It's I don't entertaining want, yeah. just to watch it. But uh, just for those who don't know, it's developed by Treyarch, published by Activision. Uh, it, that, that one I have written out. It, it's for Windows, Xbox One, and PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place in 2065, so it's like 50 years from now. And there's like drones and cy- super Didn't soldier cyborgs. like World and, War II, something like that? Yeah, you know, originally, yeah. Originally uh, way back in like the original Call of Duty, which we don't talk the about. 8-bit Call but, of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> was, you go back graphically and you're just like, how did I play these games? But um, it's very uh, co- at this t- covert futuristic warfare because like there's no more big wars because everything's drone based pretty much, and so so it's a lot of covert operations and stuff. And it's been really really enjoyable. I really like it. And um, you play as the player, so it's more like a player insert type game where like oh. your character, the character you play, doesn't have a name. So it's more gamer insert. Kind of Bioware's Dragon Ages are more that way. I don't think... There hasn't been any, like, do this or do that, and it will mold the story like, you know, Dragon Age and everything is. But it's far more you're inserted into the story, which is something that I really like. I really prefer that when it comes to my first-person shooter-type games. So I'm actually really, really pushing that one on my friends. I'm like, you gotta try it. Oh, my God, it's great. But uh, let's see, we got... Oh, and then Mass Effect Andromeda. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god if i wasn't sold on bioware before which i totally totally was uh <laughs> if no one knows my love for mass effect asterisk in the tank already <laughs> <laughs> but their trailer for mass effect andromeda i don't know if anyone else saw it but it was just you just wanted to start crying they used um fem voice um because uh, in Mass Effect, you could choose to be male or female, and then they had, you know, that voice actor. But they actually used the female character, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but it, like, for... It was <laughs> until like, you look at video games. Until you look at video oh, games, right. and you're like, it almost, it gives validity yeah. to, to when you play a female character, especially when it's an option, you know, because, like, on all the posters, it's John Shepard, but it was actually Jane Shepard who was the voice for the trailer, which I just, my feminist mind just went... No. I heard a lot from friends, not just, mm-hmm. you know, internet rage about the end of Mass Effect 3. Yes. Are you one of the people who was extremely disappointed in that ending? And do you feel Andromeda can pull it back out? Um, Andromeda is not a sequel. Oh, it's not a sequel? No. Okay. You're not playing as John or Jane Shepard in, uh, you will not be in Andromeda. But I'm one of those people that when I would write back in the day, I was very open-ended with my story writing and so that was something I was used to because they they it, it really did feel like they were like and we're done and yeah. <laughs> to the ending yeah and which disappointed a lot of people which I is understand tough after, that. After yeah, especially this is the game that you could import your previous decisions yes your, your decisions from previous games oh, to influence okay. it right from the go and yeah that was really most of the complaint that I heard that yeah was like, and you're well like, you're well, just gonna throw up your hands after you have given us the tools to you really didn't feel like your through. decisions really mattered because they're like, <clears throat> and in the end, everything turned out the same anyways. <laughs> and like it was. Yeah. Nobody told me this game was about existential dread. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they, they did put out a patch that kind of, you know, let your decisions be a little. They went more into it where like the original ending was like, well, we don't really know what happened. do, 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 do. Yeah. Yes. Well. So you know, I can see so why people were disappointed. Is with Andromeda it. a prequel, a sidequel? What's going um, on? In there? I've heard. No one really knows. They've been keeping quite hush hush about it. Um, we know that it. We're not going to be John or Jane Shepard. Uh, we know that we're getting a different starship, which is kind of showcased in the trailer that was released mm-hmm. in N Seven. Um, it is amazing what some gamers can glean from a one-minute video. Oh, sure. They will rival the Star Wars. Fans. I'm still, I'm still yes. doing that with Star Wars. I'm, they I'm, found 
a dog tag in the trailer that's like in like two seconds of the trailer that's like on the ground somewhere blah 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 and they like blew it up and and looked at and the name tag has the name Ryder on it so they're like maybe the character's name is Ryder (laughs) I know like it is really really like they need to put if they would just put their powers for good we wouldn't have any sort of internet terrorism or anything (laughs) because they could figure everything out on their own but um so we know that you're not going to play as John and Jane Shepard. We know that you're getting a new starship and being sent to the Andromeda galaxy. Um, we don't know when exactly this is taking place. Some people say it's going to take place when the like during the Reaper battle and everything in Mass Effect 3. Or it might be like 50 years in the future after that. Because we think Jane Shepard, the Shepard, is going to be in there at least as like some sort of hero figure... Like, we don't know exactly. A force ghost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to find them all decrepit. Just <laughs> like a like hundred, just the Yoda. <laughs> pretty Yoda. Hey pretty there, much. Snapper. But the trailer was, it sounded very much like the passing of the torch. Like, okay, you know, she's all talking. <laughs> well, we kind of burned the bridge on that last story. Maybe so we should start a new one. So here you go. But, um... So I'm very excited. Like I expect, fully expect to take like a whole week off of work and never, you know, bathe and just play that game for however long. And a week. when's that coming out? We don't know yet. Okay. Sometime next year. Sure. I think. Sometime, sometime in 2016. Probably. Um, Mass Effect. The last, several Mass Effects came out in November, so it's probably gonna be around oh Christmas gosh. time next year. I imagine. Oh, that's a long wait. I know, and we will be excited for every minute of it. <laughs> or I will. You guys can Here's another minute trailer. Blow it up. <laughs> and Josh, you had a video gaming news. Believe it or not, I have video game news. Um, so I play Hearthstone, which is a free, it's a Blizzard free to play, um, uh, like collectible card game. Yes. Uh, I, I, also, I, have, I really like collectible card games. I have for a long time. I just stopped playing them because they are uh, insidiously expensive. <laughs> and, and then you have to keep them. Like <laughs> physically somewhere, boxes of cards, you know. I know that feel, bro. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so this was this was a really good, and I played WoW for you know a good chunk of time. So it was uh um, you, you know the the sort of background. There's not really a story most of the time that kind of ties into the to the news, but you know, oh, it's a hunter deck. It's going to have a lot of uh, shooting and animals in it. I mean, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so I really like it. It's free to play. I have won a lot. And have a lot of fun and have never spent an actual real world dollar on it. So I am wow. their worst advertisement ever. But um, just, uh, I, was, I guess it was uh, last week. They they have uh, a new sing- sort of single player uh, um, dungeon, I guess they would call it. Like a raid. Um, so they've had a couple of these before based on ones from WoW. They just did League of Explorers. So it's very... Um, Lots of uh, uh, the first one was very uh, sort of fantasy Egyptian flavored. Lots of traps, boulders, boulders rolling across the the play space and stuff like <laughs> that. that yes. Very Indiana Jones, very you know. of horrors. I love it. Yes. Um, and and they they release these, and then there are usually four or more wings, and the wings get released every couple of weeks, and you, you know you buy each wing separately, and winning gets you cards out of it that you can then use in the regular competitive play. Anyway, I really enjoy. Hearthstone, and because um, you can pick it up and put it down, my tablet, my phone, and my desktop, oh, same nice. yeah. collection, same same stuff. I'm hearing you play, so we mm-hmm. should we should totally we play. should totally friend out. And, Hearthst- uh, Hearthstone, 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 yeah, Heroes of Warcraft. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty intensive um, for your phone, but my tablet, I mean, I, my phone runs it fine. But mm-hmm. if you have a little older phone, it may be a little chuggy. But yep. otherwise, it's great. Oh, I have to look that one up. And um, where do you get it? App Store. App Store. App Store. <laughs> yeah, on your phone would be App Store. Um, shoot, I really don't know. I just Apple Google Hearthstone. Android, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would just Google Hearthstone if you want to do it on your desktop. Yeah. But um, but yeah, for your mobiles. I didn't know you could play it on your desktop. Because mm-hmm. I played it on my cell phone and it makes it really, really hot. And so I don't play it, it a whole, whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I think I just fried something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dark magic. It soaks the battery. Really. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but I've played the first wing. I haven't played the second wing because again, I am now stubborn and will not spend a real world dollar (laughs) on it. But there's like an in-game currency that you get for playing. And I'm just, you know, I'm almost there. I just, at this point, it's more stubborn. It's more a principle than (laughs) Mm. they, they have earned some money for me. I should give them some at some point. 
But now I'm just like, I'm going to spend. I'm going to work as hard as I can not to spend. I've gotten this far. Well, that's the other thing. This is the first time that I've ever had to wait. Like, um, they have announced that the thing is coming and done trailers and stuff. And I just start saving my gold. I just stop spending it on other stuff in the game. And this is the this is literally the first time I've ever had to wait even a few days for uh, for a wing. So. But but I'm also I mean this I don't want to sound horn tooty. This will be for people who uh who maybe don't like collectible card games as much. I'm actually pretty good at them, so I win a lot. Not not like go to tournaments a lot, but I win a lot to get the gold yes. mm-hmm. in the game, right? Like it's not a chore. I just get it. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> big big props for Hearthstone. It's a it is a lot of fun. Devin, did you have another story that you want to talk about? I think you and I have the same story to talk about. Which one's that? Oh, I know. Yes. Well, hold on a second. You know, because yeah. I've got this here. Yes, that's Actually, wonderful. Yeah. I forgot about this because I'm so focused on a different Kickstarter that I hope to talk about this episode. Uh, but yes. This is so exciting. I mm-hmm. am MST3K. When I saw this coming down, I was very excited. Have you seen how much they have now raised? Or at least yeah. I checked, last I checked was yesterday, $2.3 million. I am not surprised. They have least. 20. Do you, okay, do you know what this I is? I have no idea what All right, this is. All right, good. This is Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's always love having somebody uh, on the panel. I met wasn't. you. Yes. At an MST3K. Yes, MST3K. We went and saw Well, yeah. actually, it was Riff Tracks, but well, yes, there's are spinoffs. Close. Mystery Science Theater 3000 was created in 1989 or 90 mm-hmm. by the, Joel Hodgson and the guy a, with like the the puppets. silhouette. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And it was the idea was Joel and a couple of bots were trapped up in space and had to watch bad movies, and so they riffed on them. <laughs> yeah. And it was their silhouette, and it has become a cult classic. It lasted. Uh, the Comedy Central ended up picking it up, uh-huh. and then doing these Turkey Days. When they did these turkey days, and it was like in 1991 and 92, and it mm-hmm. was 30 hours of Mystery Science Theater 3000, I watched them with my friends. Yeah. We would watch 30 hours wow. I had, of I had Mystery Science Theater 3000. I had videotapes full oh. of Turkey Day. Worth Share the tapes. Forever. I mean, yeah. it was amazing. Forever. Because yeah. for a long time, that was, that was it. Or you were buying really expensive. Uh, I mean, they weren't printing them like, you know, like a Star Wars movie or something. Yeah. So no. buying them on videotape was really pricey. Mm-hmm. So but for the, the longest time, the easiest people to way share me, the tapes. Yeah, yeah, and they actually yeah. said, oh, yeah. keep sharing the tapes at the very end of it. They, they mm-hmm. encourage people to go out. But and- I mean, I had multiple full <laughs> eight hour videotapes because of Turkey Day every time. I still I still like to make the joke of 30 hours. What is that, a metric day? It's beautiful. <laughs> it was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> and and you'll, you'll get so much... Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. So it what was your what so was your favorite? Your Do you remember what, your, what was your favorite MST3K movie? Wow. You have one cuz um, I have one. I really C- Cave Dwellers. I really like Cave Dwellers. Cave Dwellers. I really oh. like Cave Dwellers. Cave oh. Dwellers. <laughs> hey, tour that cave looks fabulous. Um it's Mitchell, <laughs> Mitch, I really like Mitchell. We still we're still telling each other to pass the butter like 900 times. <laughs> Then the butter. See, Manos Hands of Fate. Manos Hands of Fate, that's right. Manos Hands of Fate goes down as, I mean, and that's the one they always cite, like like almost every journal. Because Manos is the worst movie. Oh, it's awful. Oh, I know. (laughs) It is. It is that. It's actually the worst movie. It's that and Plan 9. Yeah. It's tied. And and, and we actually saw a Riff Tracks version of it, which was almost as good, but uh, actually, it's still the 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 original um, of the MST3K did Manos Hands of Fate was just. Oh, I really like Gamera versus Giron. Was that the one with Ken? Yes. yes. <laughs> I really like Gamera versus Giron because yes. Gamera is full of turtle meat. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, so anyway, so they they said that if they can raise five point five million dollars, they will have a full twelve episode season. Now they've already got the two million. So they've already got three mm-hmm. episodes ready to go, or they will have three episodes. Obviously, they've got enough money for so MST three K is coming back. It's just about now. It's about how, how much more they've got. Twenty-one great. days left to go. Right. Twenty days now, and it's it's huge. They've they've raised so much money. So we're all excited to have MST three K back. It it was it was it was it was it was and science and the Sci Fi Channel picked it up after like season seven, mm-hmm. and it went horribly horribly wrong. Yeah, they got, well, they lost a big chunk of their staff, like the writing staff. Now. Well, they yeah, did. They, they lost Trace Bulow. Decided to leave on, but but both groups. What happened was the 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 group split. Uh, Mary Jo Peel and Trace and Joel went off and created Cinematic Titanic, whereas right. Mike and Kevin 
And uh, anyway, they went off and made riff tracks. So they've right. been doing their own thing. And now apparently they're all going to come together and, and redo. So are there all the original writers are reunited? Hopefully the idea is that, that oh, because they, cool. they're all still Many doing of it. them at least. Yeah, yeah they're cool. all yeah. doing it one way or the yeah. other. Mm -hmm. And so if, if, if they've, if apparently they couldn't be doing this if the two groups, because there was a little bit of animosity apparently. They've, they've apparently built, rebuilt that bridge. And so they're going to bring it back and it's going to be a lot of fun. So. Well, speaking of bad movies, I went and saw Spectre. And oh, it yes. was I don't think this is going to be a popular opinion. And I can't tell you how excited I am that somebody other than me is having an unpopular <laughs> opinion about movies. Yes. So okay. what did you think of Spectre, Nikki? It's very James Bond. Like, the action's there, which I enjoyed. You know, James Bond's very suave. Daniel Craig is amazing. Do I absolutely you like love James him. Bond movies? I do. Okay, I, I had really to ask. Do. I don't like okay. uh, I loved Skyfall, you know, Casino Royale. You know, okay, I so love... Okay, so you liked the past... Yes, yes, I am a Daniel huge fan. Craig. But I liked where they were going with Skyfall. It was different. It wasn't quite, you know, you know, he has a past that you kind of... I've totally been left behind by people <laughs> who care about James Bond. It was, yeah. You know, you know so... Have you not seen any of the... I, did, I didn't like Skyfall at all. I thought like Casino it. Royale was okay. I didn't like either. I one. didn't like Skyfall. I'm, a, I'm an old school James Bond. I, I like thought it the, was a little too fast to no be doing Mr. a Bond, I'm too I old for this. you to die. Right? I'm, I want the old James Bond. I'm, you know, so... Anyway, go ahead and go. You know, Sean Connery will always be my original yeah, James right. Bond, but I really do love Daniel Craig as an actor. I'm not, I, I disclaim, yeah, disclaimer. He's I he's love excellent. him. I actually really liked Cowboys vs. Aliens. Because uh, it, <laughs> it was amazing. I, everything, <clears throat> everything going on in that movie other than the plot was amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, like if somebody had bothered to write that movie. Right. But it might have been good. It might have been good. These these are my quick uh, critiques. <clears throat> the characters were not fleshed out. Like I mean, mm. like there's this part with a widow, and you see her for five minutes. They they do the doodly, and he's he says something that makes you think she might come back, and then she's gone, and you never see her again. And then there's another spoiler warning: vanishing widow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying to be vague here. Uh, awesome supervillain name, vanishing widow. Vanishing widow. I do like that. Oh my Trademark God. Josh Unruh. Stay off it, people. No kidding. <laughs> I'll talk to you name. about that later because <laughs> it, it's kind of relevant, actually. Um, I mean, I know James Bond's not supposed to be the most, you know, substance of character, 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 but he just felt so superficial. And it was just like, because like in Skyfall, you get a sense of his past and, you know, it, you know you're like, oh, maybe they're going to start developing him as a character. No, that didn't happen. See, that was know. my That's issue. That's why George Lassenby's Inner Majesty's Secret Service is the best James Bond. Yeah, because uh -huh. they, they actually flesh him out a lot in that. But anyway, God, it's, it's the best oh. James Bond because Emma Peel is in it. Well, that too. Well, there's yeah. that. Also, I have. I a, don't know. Mm -hmm. I I don't really need my my James Bond or his villains or his Bond girls fleshed out. I mean, it's it's a really archetypal. Like, it's. It, but it would have been a nice change. Good. No, no, no. It would have been great if they were. Space, <laughs> there's a space for this conversation. I mean, absolutely. Where it's like, what what is it that you want? From that guy, like, yeah. mm -hmm. do you want him to be the awful human being who does awful things to preserve your status quo, or do you actually want to care about him? Mm -hmm. Well, it's and just, I think it's two different camps. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not. Yeah, you can't do both. Right, you no. can't do both. I had a thought, and you made me lose it. It's Sorry, okay. Nikki. It's okay. And again, no surprises. There was like, I was waiting for that. Oh, I thought it was going to be this, but it was actually that never happened. Mm -mm. Hey, what? the guy on the cover, the guy or the poster mm -hmm. that's um, all in a, a skeleton outfit. Please tell me he's all through the movie. <laughs> Playing a fire guitar. <laughs> Mad Max meets James he looks, Bond. He looks like a semi-obscure Batman villain. He looks like Lord Deathman. No, he no, no. no. That is in the very beginning of the Spectre movie. Oh, he is there, and then you don't the ever see I him again. About. But no, it felt Does like, he look like oh, Lord Deathman. That was my thought. It felt like fan fiction. If anyone knows what a Mary <gasps> Stew is, or Mary, uh, Mary Sue, Mary Sue. Yeah. it was a Gary Stew in every every dimension of that. He gets. All the ladies, mm -hmm. everyone thinks he's so cool, but then he's so tortured, he's but not tortured enough for you to ever. actually find out anything. And then he gets the girl, of course. And then it felt like Sherlock should show up at some point because Moriarty was there from the BBC. Yeah. I was like, where's Sherlock? <laughs> I was like, can this be a crossover? Because I was yeah. expecting Sherlock to show up and give James Bond the, the some tidbit. Depth. The some depth. <laughs> yes. If you're expecting Sherlock, BBC Sherlock to show up with depth, I have bad news oh, for you. Oh, no, don't even... Don't. Me. You and I are right here on, on BBC Sherlock. 
Don't even love I mean, BBC Sherlock. Oh, I'm sorry. Past I think I'm the only one loved. I haven't loved? seen the new season. Like the first. Well, there's only going to be one show. Keep it up. There's Keep it there. One Stay there. Show. Okay. Stephen Moffat and his magic reset button. Mm-hmm. No one ever dies. But it, it that's what it felt like, and so I, I was not super super huge fan of Spectre. <laughs> also, I've but watched you way. In, you went in wanting to be. I right? did. I yeah. really wanted. Like I was like yeah. really excited. Cause I don't pay IMAX prices. For anything, <laughs> for just nothing, no, yeah, and I went. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be great!" Because I loved Skyfall. I really did. Because I was like, "Maybe they'll continue with that vein." Because I really loved M in Skyfall, and so mm-hmm. I was really curious what they were gonna do with the new M. And it was filmed down the street from my house in Macau. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But yeah, see my I wasn't. I was not funny. thrilled with Spectre. Also, yeah. the whole octopus symbol as the Spectre symbol was a bit weird, and I've watched way too much anime. I'm gonna leave it there. Oh, I just would have thought Hydra. I went Hydra yeah. too. Yeah, I watched it. Huh. Okay, but so Spectre. that's why another thing that made it feel. That's another thing that made it feel like fan yeah, fiction. I, I was expecting Cthulhu. Hydra to because that's <laughs> what my friend said. That'd be yeah. Well, I mean, you've got Lord Deathman there. It's Lord only Death Man, it only makes sense Sherlock, that Baron yeah. Zemo would show up. Jump away. Yeah, it sounds like fan fiction. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Um, well, I, I did want to actually bring up another one that that I was very excited about. Apparently, CBS has announced that Star Trek is returning to yes! television. Yes! I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. Tentative. Sort Yay. of. Sort of. I'll take it's, whatever Star Trek it's I can Apparently, get. we're getting the pilot back on CBS, which, of course, actually, uh, if I remember correctly, CBS didn't actually, they, they owned, Desilu owned Star Trek, but never, I don't think Star Trek was actually on CBS. It was owned by Paramount and Desilu, but I think it was... NBC that ran the original episodes, the the original series episodes. Anyway, CBS owns it. Paramount owns the the, the Star Trek franchise, and they're saying that the after the pilot, everything is going to be on their CBS All Access yeah streaming thing. So are they I've having, got are that. Are they having one of those too? I've, they, they do they have, have that it now, and, oh, and you can't get any any first run shows. Unless you have this CBS All Access, and see, and they don't give any of their first run shows to things like Hulu or Netflix, so you have to have. This hasn't so- bothered me up till now because yeah. it's CBS, and I'm not 110 years old. Right. Um, also, I hate the Big Bang Theory. So between the fact that I'm not 110 and hate the Big Bang Theory, I haven't cared at all until Supergirl came. Yeah, out. well, but I just ponied up. I yeah. just paid. Well, Amazon that's what I did with Doctor Who and 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 uh, Star and Star Trek uh, Star Wars Rebels. I just bought them off iTunes. CBS and, does not need my. And I was almost money. there. I was almost there with Supergirl, but then I was like, you know, um, they did have other things on CBS. They're also like putting it on their website. Like I could. If I were Johnny on the spot, I could have be keeping up with Supergirl on the website, and I just didn't want to chance it. Yeah. And I had I had money at that moment. Yeah. So. so yes. But, it, but but I'm not I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna do that for questionable Star Trek properties. Right now, CBS they they say that it's not gonna be until next year, some later, much later next year. Next year is the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll be something decent. But um, that's a lot of opportunity. That's a lot of time to give. Uh, channel-owned streaming services an opportunity to tank because i don't it is i i don't think the consumer no uh, i it's really gonna, gonna be interesting in. I, I don't know how well cbs all access is doing but it certainly cannot be doing as well as say hulu or netflix and that's why cbs all access wants to go with original programming which is what star trek would do but if you can't you know that's because i, wow. I, I just worry you're gonna have geeks that are gonna torrent it they're not gonna no, yeah. they're not going to pay. They're not going to pay for it. No. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, no, nobody in the studio would do no, that. No, no, no. That that's illegal and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I want to get one more news item, mostly because I want anyone who listens to this show. I've got one more, too, so go, yes. To, to go back this Kickstarter. I'm super excited about it. So, there is a tabletop role-playing game. In, at the very Nikki, I think you will be interested in this. Okay. What is it? Shinobigami. <gasps> A modern ninja battle tabletop role-playing game straight from Japan. We're basically yeah. kickstarting the translation. Oh, my gosh. It's a done deal. Like, like they have funded they, it something like 450%. So, it's good. Yeah. So, it's Hold a what up. again? Say, say that again. It's a Shinobigami, a modern ninja battle tabletop RPG <gasps> from Japan. So, Oh, my gosh. Should we have oh, a play session? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yes. I will play this with anybody. It, it, I, I mean, I'm going to... So it's a, uh, let me make sure, I, I'm not going to give you the Kickstarter address because it's a million miles long, but they have their we'll own. We'll post it on 
on uh, the Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, they have shinobigami.com, which will explain to you some of how the game works and what the what will be in the books and all this stuff. It sounds like it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Um, Is it like medieval Japan? No, it's like nin- Ninja Mo- High School. Oh my God! Yes, Naruto. modern day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but but they're they have other. So some of the stretch goals are uh, skins. So they're doing like a weird Western reskin. Um, I think they've hit that one uh, based on a couple of video games that I didn't recognize, but they also kind of like asterisks most of the names. So mm-hmm. you couldn't figure out what, like they didn't want problems. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a lot of actual, there are some almost board game esque aspects to this. Once you get to the end where everybody is battling for the prize. So there are actual pieces that are, that are part of the stretch goals and, and stuff They're uh, I believe they've hit the point where they're uh, uh, fully supporting Roll20, which is like Roll20.net. Like mm-hmm. You can play your tabletop games on the internet. Oh, cool. The one that I want everybody to go, even if they can only give the minimum amount, is that they are sitting at 920 backers. And if they reach 1,000 backers, we get a Magical Girl reskin, you guys. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so... Okay. So just, you know, I think $10 is the lowest one, maybe. It might be five. $10, $10 you start getting PDFs of the game. Uh, there there might be a five. Yeah, there's a $5 that's just, hey, thanks for showing up. Yeah. Please, people, go. Just throw $5 at it so I can get my Magical Girl reskin. That's um, so up your alley. It's Well, the whole <laughs> thing is made in a lab for me. <laughs> but the uh, they're even talking about the way that the book is put together is like two-thirds... Um, an actual play. So you mm-hmm. know how the game works. It's written like a script. Like people, these are people who actually played the game. And so it's written like a script. Oh, cool. Then the last third is the actual rules. So this is how you do it. This is what it should look like when you're doing it. This is how we make the stories. Here's the rules that are backing that up. Have fun. I, yeah, I'm so, um, fun. One Shot Podcast is in the process of uh, posting their own session of it. And One Shot is a, it's really great if you care about role-playing games at all. Um, it's the only actual play podcast that I enjoy. I've listened to lots to get to know games before I was going to run or play them, but this one is, they're mostly improv people and they have really good production and, um, the way they handle the rule, the rules are mostly invisible and then they kind of do a review. So you're actually hearing what the game would be like to play. And then they tell you the rules worked this way or didn't work this way. So they're doing one, um, for Shinobigami. The first two parts are up. The third one should be up Monday. It's amazing. Like I have a coworker who's also really, we're all about it. And uh, we share enough of an office that I, we were playing that podcast and both of us were just like, oh man, like at times, like <laughs> I can't wait to play this thing. Okay. So yeah, Shinobi Gami. Awesome. When, and when does the Kickstarter stop? The Kickstarter when is, the is over in 24 days. Okay, oh, so, so we have plenty of time. time. Lots of time. And today is... uh, And today is November 21st. 21st. I am not really worried about the Magical Girl reskin. It's only 80. They've gotten 20 or 30 in the last, you know, half week that I've been paying paying attention to that number. But still, go. (laughs) I want it very badly. Thank you. Okay. You can only give one. Yes, yes. I think this is the thing that, you know, we've talked about doing a doing mm-hmm. some kind mm-hmm. of tabletop together and either this, recording it or this know. should be the thing this will probably be the thing I'm, I'm really excited about it it's really narrative it's really dramatic it's i still want great. to play regular dnd at some point too yeah Devin, the jane austen christmas cracker is coming up next that month. is the truth yes the, the jane austen christmas cracker Just, is an annual party they throw at reduction theater it is an interactive we need to we need to get aaron back we need a jane austen episode yeah, we need to get Aaron back. We can do that. <laughs> we can do that. So, so look forward to that. Um, oh, and I, I do. I want to. I want to mention uh, the Star Wars shop in oh, Oklahoma yeah, City. You were talking about the. This, I was uh, looking on a Twitter, and Ashley Kringen from uh, KFOR, Oklahoma City's uh, Channel, News Channel Four, basically said, "I'm going to do a story at the new Star Wars store." And I said, "What? There's a what? <laughs> Say what now? I, I should be knowing about this thing." Mm-hmm. And so my son and I went to it after I picked him up, and uh, we went to go see it. It's very sparse, but uh, the owner there, Seth, he really likes, he, he knows the toys. He knows the old Kenner toys. He knows everything. He's got some of the old, he's got the Millennium Falcon and the Death Star and all these, the, and I'm talking about the old school, like 
early 80s stuff. All the stuff your mom, yes. his mom didn't throw away. Right. Yeah. And so he's got, <laughs> and he's got all the pieces. Um, and of course, some of it's behind, behind uh, glass, but um, there's also this, for three, three, two ninety nine, you can buy some uh, spare, some pieces that just are already pulled out of their uh, board. So there are lots, it's called Plastic Galaxy is actually the name of it. Okay, and where um, is it? But it is, folks, it is over by Quail Springs Mall, just east of the mall okay. on 144th, 145th, <laughs> somewhere around there. Uh, but it's, yeah, you can look up Plastic Galaxy, and they have a Facebook site as well. And it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, he's just kind of getting started. He's going to have some comic books. I did actually talk to him about possibly carrying the books as well, because I think that's a, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, I'm not much of an, into the toys. Um, I'm into the books and the comic books, so... Uh, he's, he might be carrying some of those things as well. And it's right down the street from where I live, which is probably really bad for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's very excited and and uh, it's brand new. So go out and then visit him and and uh, Plastic Galaxy. Cool stuff. A lot that's, of fun. That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. Go go see him. And what's his name? Seth. Seth. Okay. Uh, anyone else? Any other stories? Anything else? PS4 magically came out with PS2 backwards compatibility over the week, and no one knew about it. That's pretty. Poor PR. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I think Shh, like, we just, did a lot of work on this. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, we found uh, us Sony people found out that we have PS2 backwards compatibility over the week, and Sony like didn't feel like easy. Like you need a password. That could, right. that could be really amazing for. Uh, bring Brandon in to talk about that. Yeah, and so we there's a lot of speculation of you know emulator emulation and stuff. So. I would love to be able to play all my PlayStation games on my PS4 because currently I have the first gen of every PlayStation. It's just part of my collection at my house, and it's it's really neat to have them all set up. But it would be nice to only have one hooked up. Hey, <laughs> so, if, if we could start playing some old N64 stuff, I'd be all over that. I've got that. I've got, I would love to play Ocarina of Time on my Wii. I've, or or, or Super Mario thing. 64. I loved that game. Nintendo but, did a bunch of announcements. The Twilight Princess is coming to the Wii U, and um, I won't buy a Wii U. I know, I, but I, I, I want them to have a new console. I'll buy maybe a new console, but I'm not buying a Wii U. Wii U. Yeah. Well, they're starting to show their age, right? That's been a minute. They should yeah. be yeah, thinking they, about they, it. I think it's they have there. talked about the possibility of a new console. I mean, the Wii U came out when the PS4 and Xbox One came out, but it was actually before they came yeah. out. But it, but it wasn't. But it wasn't real innovative. It kind of. I mean, the the tablet screen was kind of was new and and it's neat, but. That's why it's, I it, that. as far as like game mechanics and all that. No, yeah. nothing new has really hmm. come out yeah, from Nintendo th- that I've been real. If super Nintendo doesn't with. announce a new console soon, I'm going to look at Xbox One or, or PS4. Or I, you know where my vote's at. I'm on PS person all the way, but um, my boyfriend just got a Xbox One. I actually bought him one for his birthday slash Christmas slash anniversary. So yeah. <laughs> Xbox One. Just he announced. really enjoys it. He really. It's like it. relationship Hanukkah. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Xbox just One bad. just announced that the, the they're going to have over the air DVRing. On, yeah. In 2016, so if you've got just over the air antenna, you can DVR on your Xbox One in 2016. That's what they say. So I don't know. There's a lot of new stuff coming out and mm-hmm. a lot of. Some really exciting They're trying things. to put it all together so that you can use it not just as a game yeah, and console, but for other Yeah, it's a media center. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because like um, my uh, boyfriend's really, he has a Windows phone, Windows, you know, Xbox. Mm-hmm. He has, you know, Windows computer, and he has it all hooked up through his Xbox One. So basically the Xbox One is just the hub for all the other things. And like he can control his what channel his TV's on through the Xbox and mm-hmm. he, which can be controlled, controlled through his tablet and on in the other rooms. So, I mean, That's it's amazing. really neat how they're really not pushing that part of it. No, like, you I, don't think really they, well, I think 2016 it. might be a year that they, yeah. they, they start they, to push that a lot more. More media. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. We'll find out. And uh, when I think coming up in December, we'll, we'll go over some more things as well. We've got yeah. some, some, some stories coming up in December. Mm-hmm. I think are going to be a lot of fun. So it's going to be great. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Brief yeah. nano update. How's everybody oh, doing gosh. on their word count? I was really hoping to I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I'm not doing well. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm, Good I'm, stuff. I'm, well, here's the thing. I am excited about the idea that I've started something that I won't likely finish in November, uh, but at least I've started it, and I, will, I can always go back to it and finish it eventually. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, and the only yeah. way I could do it, I was talking to a, a, a news 
friend of mine who I said, maybe if you called me up and said, cross, I need this on my desk tomorrow morning, right? then I might actually start working on it. But I'm just, I'm, and who knows? I've still got deadlines. So, and I'm good at deadlines. That's, I'm a news person. I'm fantastic at deadlines. So November 29th, I might come into work very bleary eyed because I so spent the entire So how far night. behind are you? 15,000 words. That's a lot. Yeah. It's not a ton. No. I mean, it's not insurmountable. No. You're about 50% I, I know of where, where you would, ought to be. I know where I, I would want to go with this. If I really wanted mm-hmm. to sit down and write, I know where I'm going, but I just don't have time to sit down. I, yeah. I never realized how much time I don't have <laughs> to do stuff. Right. And so that's that's where the problem has been. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I've learned a lot in this process. And if anything, I am way more equipped to deal with it next time. Yep. Um, but I mean, but the amount of stuff I've learned has been incredible. Yeah, I'm next year I'll have I'll be doing much better. So yeah, tune in next November when we try yeah. to stand on right one thing again. I'm only about oh, yeah. five thousand words. Behind. Are you right? Congratulations, yeah. that's wonderful. It's, yeah, it's yeah. I'm afraid this weekend is going to <laughs> extend that significantly, but um, but no, it's yeah, yeah. I I'm at least going to finish one of the things that I wanted to finish. Oh, I, yeah. I I expected to finish more things because I didn't think this one was that long. It's longer, right? So you, unexpected. You have had this one that's been. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all of the words have been towards it, and it mm-hmm. just—I didn't expect it to uh, to get this long. It's not all going to survive the revision process. Like I, I was really excited about the subplot that I added a couple of weeks ago. It's probably gone. Now you're over it. Like, yeah. like I mean, I mean, I needed it at the time, and it made sense. Yeah. And then I kept writing, and I was like, nope. That's probably going to go. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. That's why you don't touch it for two months and then come back. You and might you come go. Back, yeah. Oh no, I have decided there is a point <laughs> mm-hmm. to this subplot after mm-hmm. all. Nikki, how are you doing? Um, I haven't written much since last time. Like I said, but I'm 10,000 words up from last year. There you go. So, a little more than that. But I like 10,000% like, increase. Right. Yeah. How, watch your percentage. Over over last nano? Yeah. Uh 30,000%. <laughs> I didn't do not nano last year, so Um yeah. <laughs> but like everyone else, I've learned so mm-hmm. much through just throughout the process. And like, I've learned that I do not need to wait till the weekend to write. Uh, writing after work for like an hour before bed is fine. Even if I'm, I, I was like, oh, I'll catch up on the weekend. I'll catch up on the weekend. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I, yeah, no. we talked. Yeah. It's also really easier every day if you do it well, every day. Yes. Like not the, just for word count. Yeah. Just... Just to do, it. and momentum. when and when you and you've got the momentum, that's worse. Was on those days when I had like got sixteen hundred or I got seventeen hundred words. I'm like, okay, good, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done for the day. And I'm like, if I've got the momentum, keep going. Yes, if you yeah. can go twenty five hundred, three thousand right. words. If you have a goal and you're behind on it, yeah. No, like, I mean, even like, if you're well, not behind, even, what I was, if I had done this, then I would never have fallen behind. Right. Uh, there, there absolutely is a point that I say to people who are doing nano for their first time or whatever that I'm like, now plan for Thanksgiving. We, you know, there's at least yes. a day or two that you're going to either get zero or it's going to be a super convenient excuse to ditch right. your family. Yes. Mm-hmm. You choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's get zero, you got to work a little bit ahead. But there's also something about leave it in the tank. You have to do this again tomorrow yeah. mm-hmm. and you're not practiced at it. I mean, you know, right. it's I definitely the hell a... out of that marathon. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. You know, maybe <laughs> just chill <laughs> maybe out. Maybe a half bit. marathon today tomorrow and then today, and, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a learning process. Learning to keep your momentum is something that I have not perfected, obviously. <laughs> but um, it's it's been a great experience, and I've really found the joy of writing again, which is something that after I had gotten divorced two years ago, and mm-hmm. it's something that just left me really mm-hmm. it's real bad. Have, it's going to be it's, all being writers again. I yeah, think. yeah, and it's something that I. This is going to sound weird, but I usually had to hide my writing because, like, a lot of it was fan fiction based and shame based but it's really something that in the light is so much fun to do and like I can share it with people now because I had um such a poor relationship with my ex that he would get weirded out by Uh, my writing and stuff like even if it wasn't anything I was internalized he would think that and you know it'd just be weird but now it's something that can be like look at this thing that I'm doing to my friends and stuff and they're all excited my boyfriend's excited about it and it's amazing to be able There's to share There's an audience it. for your, I mean, you could do it in the wider world. Yeah. It was a thing you wanted that, yeah. that was not mm-hmm. the case five or 10 years yes. ago when, you know, that there, you know, you still might get your C and D and have to stop. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you could actually, people care. People yeah. super care <laughs> yeah. about fan fiction. They do. So. 
yeah. still, there's still a room place for it, definitely. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And so, it's, I mean, just the whole process has been so enjoyable. I've just really, really loved it. I've That's loved great. all yeah, of it. Yeah, I've not had a negative experience from Dynorimo. I've really yeah. enjoyed it, even though I might not win. I'm... Yeah, no, that's, I'm, I'm having fun, and I'm writing something thing. that I'm really enjoying. We're so. enjoying it. I yeah. think really hard about publishing. Like, I, I write to publish, mm-hmm. and the the biggest nano lesson I've learned is that I had actually done that to the, to my detriment. Mm-hmm. Like, there's absolutely a point where it's like, um, if you want to treat it like a business, you have to stop treating it like a hobby. That's me, right? right. Yeah. But then I had gone in my own head, at least, like too far to where I was making it not as much fun as it I could did be. The so. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is this has been all about fun, which is whole, been great. What? Whole, I make words for fun. Yeah, <laughs> like getting back to Ridiculous. why I wanted to become a writer in the first yeah. place. Well, yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's been great. There we go. We're sitting at exactly one hour, so that's gonna be our show. Do go ahead and go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Okie Geek Podcast and uh, like our Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast, and send us an email. We'd love to hear from you, Okie Geek Podcast at gmail.com you can find us on soundcloud and stitcher and devin where can people find you on the world wide web you can find me at wubba w-u-v-v-a joshua world wide webs where at you? joshua unruh j-o-s-h-u-a-u-n-r-u-h there you, go. you have to slow that down <laughs> <laughs> and i'm at nikki robin or wait no i'm go. at retro robinson on twitter and i also run the facebook page there you go and i'm at k-o-s-u michael c be sure and subscribe to the podcast also rate us and leave a comment until next time i'm michael cross I'm Devin Green. I'm Josh Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.